welcome back to the karma of it all where we give advice guidance and support to those going through and healing from toxic karmic and traumatic relationship situations i of course am your host miss complexity and we are getting in today's subject come join me Of course, Miss Complexity, and today we are getting into myths of abusive relationships. Now, I know it is Valentine's Day coming up in a couple of days. Well, maybe tomorrow, but all in all, um, these myths are very important for you to know because not everybody is having a loving, loving valentine's day there are some people out there that are being abused used and don't even realize it i'm going to give you a couple of myths here about abuse and hopefully this helps you in realizing your relationship well myths um, that are surrounding abusive relationships are a bit critical for promoting awareness of why you're in this relationship what it is that is abusive. Okay. So when we understand the myths of or abusive relationship, it opens up our eyes to awareness. So let's go ahead and find out a little bit more about abuse and some of the myths that people clearly have no true understanding of. Myth one. Abuse is only physical. That is 100% not true. You could be financially abused in a relationship, verbally abused in a relationship, sexually abused in a relationship, emotionally abused in a relationship. It doesn't have to be physical. Trust me. Um, And I'm going to tell you like this. When we're talking about relationships, y'all know how I do. Every relationship is not just a loving relationship. It's not just with a, a mate. Okay, we could be talking about work. We could be talking about um, home, you know, your kids. We could be talking about different types of relationships. It's not always have to be a romantic relationship, a relationship of two mates together. No. This could be abuse of any kind. It could be in the family. It could be in at work. It could be, you know, with your friends. And it could be with your romantic partner. So understand that abuse is not just physical. It could be emotional. It could be verbal. It could be sexual. It could be financial. Um, when it's financial, it's like the person is holding on to your money. They only breadcrumb you, give you what you need. I had a friend, and um, well, she was never my friend. She really never liked it me. But her husband used to give her twenty dollars. I think it was twenty dollars a day or twenty dollars a week. Would give her twenty dollars, and no, it was a day. She gave her twenty dollars a day, and um, she wasn't allowed to work. But she had to do everything she had to do with that $20. Period. Every day. Okay. And um, that was the control of finances. He is controlling her 
finances, breadcrumbing her. Because he weighed way much than they on $20 a day. So it's like he wouldn't let her get up and go to work. He wouldn't let her do anything that she wanted to do. But if she did want to do something, she had $20 a day to do it with. Hmm. I would have took that $20 a day saved up and waited until I had enough money and got the hell up out of there. But it's not always easy to leave. So when you're dealing with a sexual abuse, ah, that is a touchy situation because it could be rape, molestations, or whatever not have you. I've been, well, we already know my story. I'm not going to continue to keep bragging about it, but... I was in a sexual abuse relationship. I had a sex master and everything. You have to be in the closets, closed doors. You know, some people like chains and whips. Some people like, you know, some people get pleasures from this stuff. Some people uh, abuse people sexually. Um, I remember when I was married, my, my ex-husband used to wake me up with his dick in my face, period. And I supposed to know that it's time for me to do my job, period. But we already know he had a sex demon on him. And I doubt it very seriously if that sex demon ever left. But that is um sort of a sexual abuse. You know, when you want when you don't want to have sex and your person is forcing you to have sex because, you know, they want it. And if they don't get it from you, well, they're gonna go elsewhere to get it. But then again, I'm gonna tell you like this, they're gonna go elsewhere to get it anyway. Okay? So, just, yeah, it's not physical. It's just sexual. Now, when you're talking about verbal abuse, it's somebody that's body shaming you, telling you you ain't going to be this, you ain't going to be that, you look like this, you look like that, you ain't this, you ain't that, talk down about you, talk behind your back, um, says negative things towards you in your face, don't care how you feel, you know, all kinds of stuff. That is a verbal abusive person. You don't want to be around somebody that's tearing you down verbally. You want to be someone that is lifting you up positively, okay? And I'm going to tell you like this, not only women go through this, but men do too. Um, I had a client a couple of years back that was upset because his girl kept telling him he wasn't this, he wasn't that. And I can't, you know, who are, who are you? Do you feel that you're like this, what she's saying? And if so, what can we do to change it? But then what happened was she thought I was showing him too much and she thought that I wanted her man. And so therefore it became a problem. I don't want your man. Have you grabbed my new ebook? No? What are you waiting on? Go ahead and enter into my world and learn about how I survived church related sexual abuse and how I'm able to bring to you healing and self healing through my trauma and turmoil. This is available on Amazon for free at kindle.com or you can download it for $9.99 at www.misscomplexityllc.com I truly thank you for your support. Now, when it's emotional abuse, 
It means that people will pry on your emotions. They know that you are a good-hearted person. So what they're going to do? Well, if you don't love me, then... <laughs> kind of crap. Or they'll try to make... They just try to make you feel negative all the time. Okay? Keep you in a negative state. Make you want to want them. Again, my son's father was like that. He was breadcrumbing me. He would do things that will make me have to need him. I think he got that got there. Going, um, I think he got that from my mother. Because my mother was the same way. I've caused incidents in order for you to need me. When I realized that I had to cut everybody off. And when I cut everybody off, that's when I realized I don't need them. The only one I need is the Most High God Creator. And that's how I've been getting it for the past two years. So they can stop. Anyway, what we do know about physical, we do know physical abuse includes uh, fist hitting. If, you're, if anybody's hands or object touch your skin in a negative way, that's physical abuse. So understand, not all abuse is physical. It could be emotional, verbal, sexual, or financial as well. Number two, only women are victim to abuse. I just explained to y'all that is not true. Even though abuse occurs more with women, they're not the only ones that are abused. There's children that get abused. You put kids in a cage. You lock them up in a room. You beat them up. You did Deprive them of food. All that stuff is wrong. That is abuse to a child. Okay? You can sexually abuse a child. I was sexually abused as a child. You know? Dude, you can be abused as a child. As a man, you can be abused. Okay? I know a couple of men that have been sexually abused by people that they knew and trusted. Okay? Not only that, I know a couple of people that have been abused emotionally, physically, and financially. And I'm tired of my phone going on and off like this. This is what I, really crazy. But, yeah, uh, you don't have to be not even human to be abused. Okay? Uh, some people have a hard time with life and they take it out on their animals. Beat the dog. Okay, myth number two is only women are victims of abuse, and that is untrue. Both men, women, and children, and animals can be abused. Abuse does not discriminate. Abuse can happen to anyone regardless of race, age, gender, or background, period. Number three. Abusers are always angry and violent. No, they're not. They start off being the nicest thing ever in the world. Wow, they care about me. Oh, oh wow. They love me. And then after the honeymoon is over, they don't give two what's about you. They're throwing you up against the wall someday. Going, well, they don't care about you. They don't, don't feed you. Don't look at you. Don't give a dang about you. Making you do things you don't want to do. It is wrong. 
abusers are not always angry and violent. As a matter of fact, I know a couple of abusers that do everything with a smile on their daggone face. They abuse you with a smile on their face. They love it. Narcissistic and love it. Okay? So, abusers may display a charm or manipulate their victims. That's how they get you. They manipulate you with all that little niceness. You thought she was the bomb. You thought she was good for you. I mean, she had the best Google Gaga ever. And you decided to marry her. And soon as that ring hit that finger. Nigga, fuck you. I don't do Arguing every day. Fighting every day, tearing up every day, spending all your money every day, making you feel little every day. You feel me? So, no. Mm-mm. Abusers are not always angry and violent. Because if we knew that they was always angry and violent, do you think we would go and touch them, communicate with them, try to be with them? No, we would not. Like I said, they start off nice and charming, all loving and caring. And then later on down the line, after they get you in their trap, <laughs> the whole demeanor change. What happened to the nice and loving person? Oh, that's only when we step outside the door. What you mean? While we inside the door, I'm getting my head knocked off the table. But while we outside of the door, you all up on me and you love me because you don't want nobody else to see me by myself. You don't want nobody else to know that you are abusive. You don't want nobody else to talk to me, look at me, act about me, none of that. So you're going to treat me differently behind closed doors than you do when we're out and about. Number four, victims can easily leave the relationship. Now I'm going to say this, if it was that easy for you to leave a relationship, Trust me, a lot of people would have been gone the minute that they got hit, like me. The minute that I got hit, I'm out. You was not going to abuse me. But then, see, in my book, the way that these people were abusing me was behind my back. They would do things so that I wouldn't see. They would say things because I couldn't hear. They know that I'm hard of hearing. So they would do and say things behind my back. Never to a point where I could actually see it, hear it, or actually know it. But that was back in the day before I, I opened my third eye and started realizing things. But if it was that easy, a lot of women and men and children would just leave. They wouldn't be abused. There wouldn't be any abuse records or none of that stuff. Well, a lot of people did. You, you, you hit me once. I'm up out of this. You know, yes, that's what I did. Get me once. I'm gone. You you ain't got that. You ain't got the. You ain't got to hit me no more after the first time you hit me. I am out. Do you hear me? Nope. I'm not coming back with the. Oh, baby, I'm sorry. None of that. I'm out. Done. Had a boyfriend who liked to drink a lot. Dang. Come to think of it, all of them like to drink a lot. But anyway, I had a boyfriend who liked to drink a lot. 
He drank so much that it, you know, early one day he came over to my house. He was totally pissed ass drunk, y'all. And this is, I'm sorry, excuse my, my French, but he was totally done. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning. He comes to the house. He knocks on my door. When he gets drunk, he likes to be all grabby, touchy-feely all over you. Don't touch me. I don't want to be touched while you are in this state because you're not doing right. No, come here, come here. No, don't touch me. And I'm a little thing. So they like to pick me up and fling me all over the place. I don't like that. The minute that that happened, it was a cutoff. I'm done. You're not going to do this. That's disrespecting me and my space. I know I'm little. But that don't mean I'm, 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 I'm supposed to be beat up on, thrown against the wall, smashed. Or, I'm supposed to be abused. No, I'm not. Whether, I don't give a damn if you little, tall, big, small, whatever. You're not supposed to be abused. You're not supposed to be abused. And a lot of people find it very hard to leave abusive relationships because, one, they're already in a low vibrating state. Okay? Two, they don't know what to do. They are very dependent or codependent on the person that they're with. Okay? And three, where the heck are we going to go? Where are we going to go? And um, a lot of times... That is why they end up in an abusive relationship because victims are usually pried upon by abusers. Okay, this woman ain't got no family around her. Okay, this this woman is longing for somebody to be with her. (laughs) That's my evil smile, my evil laugh. Okay, this woman is codependent, basically, and she need me. She gonna need me. But all I gotta do is get in my grass, then I got her. And then the abuse starts. You ain't got no money. You ain't got nowhere to stay. You ain't got nowhere to go. He made you leave all your friends. You know, he didn't, he's going to take care of you. He's promised he'll take care of me. Next thing you know, you in a house with no furniture. <clears throat> Excuse me. All you got is a bed on a mattress on the floor, a bucket in the corner. And he is beating you down every day. You ain't eating. You ain't sleeping. You are now his slave. Mm. What? And when you're old enough. To make your own decisions. Be independent. Don't ever. Ever have to depend on anyone. And this is something that my father. Um, taught me. He said. Um, never ha- never depend on anybody. If you, ain't spo- if you ain't got it. And you can't get it. You ain't supposed to have it. At least right now. At that time. And if you don't depend on anybody, you ain't never got to worry about somebody saying, well, if it weren't for me, you wouldn't be dot, 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 dot. And father was a real one. He hated me, but he was a real one. (laughs) But it is hard to uh, leave an abusive relationship. As a matter of fact, my father was abusive. But 
getting both sides of the story was important to me because how do you handle something like this? I don't ever want to be in a situation like this. So getting the both sides of the situation, my mom's side and my dad's side of things helped me to see and understand abuse in the way that people can be treated. So it is difficult to leave an abusive relationship. But um, if you guys stay tuned in, I think it'll be Friday, I will be giving you the exact steps on how to leave an abusive relationship. It's very helpful for those of you who are in a relationship and looking to leave. Myth number five, abuse only occurs in romantic relationships. We just discussed this. It does not. Again, relationships is a broad word. And I tell y'all that every time when I come up on here, relationships can be with friends, family, co-workers, okay, romantic partner. So no, relationships are not only in romantic settings, romantic couples. It could be with your family. Kids get abused by their parents all the time. Husband and wife get abused by each other. Sisters and brothers, uh, brothers and sisters can abuse each other. Okay, I'm not even going to talk about that right now, but brothers and sisters can abuse each other. Okay, friends can abuse each other because they know that you're the good-hearted person, so we're going to run you crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm your best friend. Bitch, you know you're not. I'm your best friend. Now take me here, take me there, let me do this, let me do that, let me give me some money, all this. No. And then there's a workplace abuse. Of course. I need you to stay after after work today. And forever. (laughs) I need you to do this. Add no extra work just because, you know, just because they can't stand you. While your light shines so they going bright. Let me snuff that light out, give you some more work to do. Make you stay late. You got a family. Too bad for them. I'm going to make you stay here. I'm your family now. You know, kind of stuff that people do. And these are low-vibing people. And I've always wondered why we had to have low-vibing people in our world. But then we would never know that they're low-vibing people if they didn't have any high-vibing people in the world. Right? We'd never know what bad is if we never had good. Right? So, those are the first five (laughs) myths of an abusive relationship. Abuse. Okay? Moving on. Number six. If the victim stays, it's her fault. It's their fault. Okay, now this is where karma steps in, not necessarily. You can't blame the victim. We just discussed that there's reasons why people can't leave their relationship, okay? There's reason why people can't get out. And in reality, blaming the victim makes the situation even worse and the cycle to complete, compete, continue on. Many factors, including fear, manipulations, lack of resources, all that stuff contributes to a victim staying. Okay? It's not their fault. I'd rather be beat up and knocked up in the head. This is just not me saying that because that ain't going to happen. But I'd rather be beat up and knocked up inside the head than to be outside in the cold 
with nothing, nowhere to go, nobody to talk to, nothing. Outside, in the cold, in the wilderness, by myself. No money, no food, no nothing. At least I got a shelter here, you know. They start weighing options. Yeah, it's a sad thing, but it is true. <sighs> the unfortunate is abusers have no control. It's not their fault. So, myth number seven. Abusers can't control their behavior. That is bull crap. I don't care what this person said. It was the alcohol. I don't give a dang. Stop drinking. It was the crack. I don't give a dang. Stop smoking. Don't play with me. Every, bird, every abuser, every person can control their actions. Unless you, like, have Down syndrome, cerebral, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's a different story. But if you can't control your behavior, you need help. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't want to, but now I got to do it. Last year, I met somebody and their behavior seemed so perfect. Not only that, they look so good. Oh, my God. But he had an anger problem. Every little thing made him upset. Every little thing made him upset. And he was very controlling. Okay. This person ripped doors off the handles when he was mad. Threw away and broke phones and, and, and it just punched walls um, controlling their behavior the thing is that notice being supposed to take some medicine it gotta be ain't nobody that ain't you gotta be but because they don't want to take medicine they lash out they lash out yes abusers can control their actions if you even if you need to seek medical help you can get your actions controlled you can handle your behavior. It's up to them. They choose not to, though. They choose to use power and control to manipulate and harm their victims. So they really don't give a what about their behavior. Craziness. Finally decided to go on that healing soul journey. Wonderful. Connect with your tribe. The others who are healing. Get more information. Get more techniques. Find the people who've been through it just like you, who are ready to heal. Join the Healing Souls membership at www.complexityonline.com. We're waiting for you. Number eight. Substance abuse causes domestic violence. Did not just say that they can control their actions, their behavior. Put down the crack pipe. Put down the pills. Put down the alcohol. Yeah, you're going to go through all kinds of stuff to um, wean off of it. But that doesn't mean that you lash out. I was a drinker. Man, let me stop lying. I wasn't really that much of a drinker, but I would drink Tangeray all the time. Um, it got me to a very depressive state one day. One day, I drank a whole 
what it was, a gallon, was it, a five, a fifth, I don't know what y'all call that crap, obviously, I don't drink that much, but I got a whole bottle, and I drank that thing down, 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 I had just had a car accident, and my daughter was thrown from the back seat to the front seat, she was only six months old, child, I was shooken, <laughs> that I drank myself, and alcoholic stupor, I mean, just kept drinking, kept drinking, kept drinking, dang, I, I, I'm, <laughs> wow, okay, I just realized something, that I have been, I drink more when I was with my ex-husband than I drink ever, wow, but I'm not saying it is his fault, okay, I'm not putting the blame on him, because like I just said, substance abuse does not cause domestic violence, you know what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. When you pick up that daggone bottle and you get into that, you know what you're doing. Let me talk about something real quick. There's this TV show I love. Okay. Big shout out to P-Royal, P-Royal Lit, uh, the P-Mafia family. Big shout out to y'all. Because I watch these younger couples grow up and they've been doing this um TV show, Toilet, P-Royal, okay, it's P-Royal, I love his show, I love his production, I love him and his wife, I mean, far as I'm concerned, she your wife, bro, him and his wife, and how they stand with each other, I love them as a freaking couple, I admire them, and they are way younger, they gotta be in their 20s. (laughs) <laughs> but I love them to death. Anyway, they have this show, um, Baddies Resort, uh, Drunken Diaries. He got a whole list of stuff. He doing so good. I can't wait till he make it big, boy. Big, big, big. He already big, but um, wait. I wish him the best. But anyway, there's this one guy, and I'm sorry, Noah, like, I got to talk about you. There's this one guy. His name is Noah. And um, he gets drunk. He's violently drunk. Everybody knows that there are several different types of drinkers, several different types of crackheads, several different types of abusers, no matter what the substance is. And the reason for that is because we all are different in our ways. Okay? We all are different in our ways. Now, they call alcoholism um, the devil's water the devil's water is it devil's water devil something whatever when i used to drink i was happy i'm a happy mug boy i'm happy happy. i want to dance i want to sing i want to just get lit and and party party it's fun but then there's some people that they can't do that they get drunk they get angry they want to kill you (laughs) uh my mom used to do uh, not used to do, but she used to drink, and she told us a story, this is a story my mom told me, I wasn't there, but that she had a best friend, and, um, she went, her friend went to a party, they was drinking, um, but at the end of the night, my mom almost shot, <laughs> shot the lady, threw out the six, six-story window, shit, yo, no, 
in a drunken diaries or baddies resort. He gets to drink and he gets violent. Um, but I think he only get like if he gets tipsy, we're good. But if he drink past tipsy, watch out because he gets angry. I had a friend. She likes to drink. Oh my gosh, she loves to drink. But when she get drunk, she gets violent. People, I believe. I believe people who get violent with themselves after drinking are not happy with themselves. Um, it's like alcohol can be a truth serum. Get somebody drunk and they'll tell you everything you want to hear. I'm telling you. Uh, they'll tell you their true feelings come out when it comes to drinking. And I believe that people who abuse other people when they get to drinking is because they're unhappy with themselves on the inside and they take it out on whatever they see or whoever wants to start something or whatever. There's things that need to be resolved from trauma way back. That's what I believe when it comes to people who drink and get angry and lash out. Now, I don't know about the rest of the drugs. I can't tell you nothing about the <laughs> I can't tell you nothing about the rest of the drugs. I don't do drugs. Um I used to smoke weed and weed made me happy, made like I thought like I'm I'm a happy person. Okay. The only time I'm unhappy is when somebody's trying to forcefully make me unhappy, but then I learned how to channel that and realize that this is their feelings. This is what they they want me to feel like them. So we're going to block all that. Okay. So I stopped doing things and seeing things and knowing things, you know, that were not beneficial to my higher good. So know that substance abuse does not cause domestic violence. It's the actual fact of the person who is abusive, not liking themselves, not healed from their past trauma. And they like to take it out on whatever it is. People use substances to numb the pain of what they got going on, what they're trying to run from, what they're trying to hide, what they don't want to heal from. People use substances to numb the pain. Substance does not lead to domestic violence. Abusers are responsible for their actions regardless. The root cause is because something that they are traumatized by, they don't want to heal from something in their past that happened to them, period. Myth nine, only physical injuries are serious. Are you kidding me? That psychological abuse and that emotional abuse, that stuff can last forever. A long time. It takes a long time to get out of that. Like I said, I'm 48 years old now. My mother used to always tell me, you're not going to be able to do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. If you do that, you know what's going to happen. But blah, blah, blah. It was always, well, dang, I can't do nothing. I'll never be able to, you know, I'm mentally given you can't do all my life. I started to believe the mess, you know? You tell yourself something over and over again too many times. One too many times, you start clicking it and then you start believing it. Once I cut those cords from my family, 
Once God said, look, I'm going to tell you this one time, and this is it. Open your eyes. Eyes were open. The cords were cut. And I was just like, whoa. Now I truly know that, no, I don't need them. No, ain't no way. I was emotionally and psychologically abused. Again, the bread coming from my son's father. He loved the bread coming. He loved to cause situations to make me need him. My mother was the same way. I'm going to call the situation so that you come running to me. Who is the one with the problem? Me or them? Both of us. Why? Because all these years I've been manipulated and didn't know it. They knew exactly what the heck they was doing. They purposely were abusing. And that, when you cut off your energy and your lifeline with them, and you look back now and look at them and you see them and you're like, dang, what happened to y'all? That energy cord was cut. They can't use you no more, so they're dying. It's like when you cut a piece of the plant off. The plant is dependent on the fullness of the plant for it to grow and be prosperous. But if you cut a piece of the plant off, it dies. Right? Well, substance abuse, physical injuries, oh my gosh. Psychological injuries last longer than physical injuries because it's a mental thing and it takes a long time. 48, okay, 44 years. That's how long it took me. 44 years of my life I spent realizing that I couldn't do anything. I couldn't be anybody. I was going to have to depend on my family forever. 44 of my life. 44 years of my life. No. Mm -mm. So in reality, emotional and physical abuse can have severe and long, long, long lasting effects on a person's mental health. I really, truly believe that emotional and physical um, abuse lasts longer than physical abuse because your bruise can heal. You won't, for, you won't forget where that bruise came from, but that bruise will heal. Them cuts, them, them, them cuts, I still got a cut on my eye from when my son's father threw me out the truck. Now, I ain't going to front. I ain't going to lie. I did. Beat him upside the head with a daggone um, review mirror. I did do that. I did my part. Okay. <laughs> I did my part in the in the damaging. But that's still there as a reminder. Okay. Don't give nobody crazy. <laughs> For real. Don't give nobody crazy. But abuse is, is a very serious matter. As a matter of fact. That brings us to number 10, where it says abuse is a private matter. And a lot of people 
deal with abuse, like I said, behind them closed doors. Abusers usually know that they are wrong. Okay, abusers usually know that they are wrong. And because they know that they are wrong, they're only going to abuse you in private. Because they know that somebody going to complain in public. Sometimes it do escalate and be in public and you see a man hitting a girl or a girl hitting a baby or something like that. And somebody come along and stop that mess. Some people do see it. But in reality, yeah. They want it to be in a private matter because they don't want to be looked at wrongly, even though they know what they're doing is wrong. They don't want to be judged when they being judged anyway by the Most High God Creator, regardless of what they're doing. Hmm. Abusers are slick. Yeah, they are. They know exactly what they're doing they're very meticulous you know I don't want to wish no negativity on anybody I don't give a dang if you was abusing people I'd rather you get help than to wish ill will on you have you saved your seat We're entering into a new moon phase, and this phase is going to bring us to learning the new moon rituals, where we're going to find out and try to understand moon rituals, moon phases, how to create our own rituals, the elaborate tools that are used to create our rituals, and we're going to enter into moon manifestations so if you're ready to enter into this wonderful mysterious world then please RSVP your seat time is limited and so are the seats so please visit the website www.misscomplexityllc.com It is free only for those who sign up. No one else will be able to enter into this elaborate, mysterious world. So if you're ready, be sure to join us. You can find the information in the show notes below. See you there. But uh, yeah... Abuse is not a private matter. A lot of people really consider it to be, but um, you would be amazed about how many people do get abused on the regular. And you would wonder, you know, not everybody is physically abused. It is very critical to be informed and challenge these myths, okay? You got to create a supportive environment, regardless if you're being abused or not. 10 myths about abuse. One, abuse is only physical. That is incorrect. Abuse is physical, emotional, verbal, sexual, or financial.
Number two, only women are victims of abuse. That is false. Men, women, children, and animals are abused. Number three, abusers are always angry and violent. That is false. Abusers will display charm and love to manipulate their victims. They're not always angry and violent. Number four, victims can easily lead the relationship. There are several things that can contribute to a person staying in an abusive relationship, such as codependency on financial manipulations and fear. Number five, abuse only occurs in romantic relationships. That is false. Abuse occurs in family, friendships, and workplace dynamics. Number six, if the victim stays, it's their fault. Again, we just explained that there are a lot of things that are keeping a victim a victim. They can't leave because there possibly is manipulation, codependency, fear, or a lack of resources. So please, it's not their fault. Number seven, abusers can't control their behavior. That is false. Everyone can control their behavior, even if medicine is included. Get medical help to help control their behavior. Myth eight, substance abuse causes domestic violence. That is untrue. Drugs and substances are not the cause. It's the person who has unhealed situations and past resolutions that are causing them to be this way. Not alcohol, not drugs. Number nine, only physical injuries are serious. That is wrong. Emotional and physical abuse is more serious than physical abuse because it lasts much longer. And number 10, abuse is a private matter. Although it is done in private, it doesn't mean that it's a private matter. There are several people out there that if you feel that you are being abused physically, emotionally, financially, in any way, please reach out for help. You can always dial 800-799-723 or text START, S-T-A-R-T, to 88788. Or you can visit my website, www.misscomplexityllc.com. We're going to fix this. We're going to get better. We're going to get from under them, and we're going to heal from this. If you need healing from an abusive relationship, please contact me. There are different shelters out there and counseling services. I'm just a counseling service, okay? I will help you. Um, in St. In St. Pete. In Florida, we have what is called CASA. And um, my auntie used to work for them. I used to, you know, volunteer and do shows for them. Um, they help with community abuse. So if anyone's being abused in the community, they will help you. They will provide shelter for you. They will get you off your feet um, so that you can get out of this relationship. They have safe houses and all kinds of stuff that can help you if you are being abused. So um, 
please, by all means, you do not have to sit here. You do not have to let somebody abuse you. You are way better than that. Do you understand me? You do. You understand others. So with that being said, this has been Miss Complexity and the 10 Myths to Abusive Relationships. Tune in tomorrow for part two. Deuces! And there you have it. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of The Karma of It All, where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through toxic, karmic, and traumatic relationship situations. Of course, I am your host, Miss Complexity, and as always, each one teach one remain true to you. Deuces!